0: Okay, okay, little three-game winning streak here without your two best players. A lot of positive things going on for the Warriors right now, and you're seeing the second unit and these young guys kind of form an identity, right? And you're seeing a real toughness, a grit. There's dogs on this team, right? You've added two two-way players who are dogs, by my definition. And when you say, Alk, what's a dog? What's a dog is a, is a relentless competitor right? It doesn't have to be some big imposing athlete, right? Ty Jerome, certainly not that, but his effort and his competitive spirit, he's a dog, right? He's unfazed. Lamb, unfazed. Dante, unfazed, right? So we've got these dogs figuring it out here and giving us some grit and some toughness just in the nick of time. And this is something that I've done here in the past. First off, let me ask for your subscription. I know that's I really don't like doing it. I don't. I don't like wasting y'all time. I like getting straight to the shits. But hey, I need some subs, man. And so listen, I'm going to talk the skill of the game. I'm going to talk the psychology of the game. And of course, the overarching narratives of hoop culture here on this channel in what I think is a unique way. And so if it sounds good, hit the bell. But what I wanted to get to is the video, right? And it is New Year's resolutions for this roster. I will start with my favorite, your favorite, James Wiseman. My New Year's resolution for Big Jim is, it's an easy one. I mean, you guys, there's probably quite a few, right? I'll I'll go with set better screens, okay? And they've gotten a little bit better, right? What I would start with is set up on time. You know, you see him, he kind of telegraphs the screen, right? And he'll set up, four, five feet away from the ball handler. And as a defender, that's too much space. It's too early. And so they're easy to avoid. It's easy to avoid him. Right. And then you see him kind of stick his elbow out because he wants to make contact. So set up on time, which in his case means set up a little bit later. I know he's fearful of a uh, moving screen. Right. And it's like, hey, let the guard do the work. No, you you can't leave a five foot gap. That's too much work for the guard to do. And the guards, they they are they're pool we know how impatient he can be they haven't done him uh, any favors using his screens as well at times right but uh I guess the other aspect of this would be hold it right so now set up on time so they can't avoid you now hold it a beat later than you are he's a little thirsty to roll right and then how about pop I, I guess maybe this isn't green lighted from the Warriors coaching staff but I wouldn't mind seeing a little pick and pop game with him, right? We know he's comfortable shooting the three. He doesn't always have to roll where sometimes he just congests the paint, right? Now, if he is going to roll, he's got to trail better. That, and part of this is the timing with the screens, right? Where if, if he's anxious to roll, he doesn't hold it. He ends up kind of rolling at the exact same time as the ball handler downhill, and that's not ideal as as far as a pick and roll situation. You want to trail a little bit and leave a pocket for the pass, right? And so sometimes I know people have been frustrated. Hey, feed him the ball, feed him the ball. He's not leaving a pocket on the roll because he's just overzealous with that, right? And so, uh, yeah, I, I think that's you see here on the, on the list. Make the extra pass. He doesn't always have to look to finish when he catches in the paint. Yeah, yeah, I understand why he doesn't get so many touches. So when he gets it, he's, he's, he's zealous, right? But, it, you know, you can make the extra pass. And then the other thing that I'll throw in here without seeming like I'm picking on him too much is, I, I said it in the breakdown the other day, you don't have to see it to believe it, right? And right now, Wiseman, defensively especially, he's got to see it to believe it. If you're rotating and you're and you're turning and you're 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 rotating or you're coming to the other side, just react. Assume you have to assume and uh, uh, you have to anticipate. Right? He's got to anticipate better. There's times where he rotates. And when he turns, it's like, he's got to see what's happening before he can react. And you can't play defense that way in the NBA. They're too fast. They're too athletic. When you turn to, to, to contest, you got to be ready. You don't have to see the guy coming downhill at you. Assume it's going to happen. If that makes sense. All right, let's move on to the chef. It's pretty simple. Protect yourself protect yourself, right? And it really doesn't have anything to do with the shoulder injury which was kind of a freak thing. What I mean more is downhill in his finishing. You know, he takes bad falls, just too many bad falls at his age. It, it it makes me uncomfortable, right? And how you alleviate that would be fall back in love with the float game. In his younger years, he he shot a lot more floaters. I understand it may not be the most efficient shot, but he's fully capable of shooting it efficiently, right? And I think one thing that would maybe you could just change him, his mindset is, to me, Steph, and this is in part why he doesn't get some of the whistles he deserves, is he sells the call on his fall, right? He'll take these big falls on his tailbone and just thuds to the floor, and it's like, hey, I got fouled, right? Sell the foul on the contact. I think that, that that will protect your body and get you more calls. Now, what that sacrifice is, and part of why I think Steph sells it on the fall is because Steph is wired to try to get the n one. He still wants to make a legit shot. He's not worried about the foul in the moment. He's still trying to finish, and then he falls, and he's like, I'm fouled, right? And so sometimes you got to just drive, and and it, it may sacrifice your ability to try to go for the n one, but just... Make sure you're getting the call on the contact. Don't sell it on a, on a nasty fall. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Right. Um, and then last but not least, the charges. Listen, I understand you've got, you know, your MVP, your leader setting the tone by stepping in and taking charges. I get what that means to the young guys and just the overall defense. I'm not in love with it all the time, right? Like there's like. Pick and choose. I don't love him with like Thaddeus Young coming ahead full of steam to take a charge on, you know, or Giannis or something like that. But like, so pick and choose those, Chef, and, and just understand the the big picture, right? Draymond, pretty simple here. Bring it every night. Now, you'll say probably al oh, he has, he has, right? He has been of late. Since we've been depleted, since Steph has gone down, Draymond has shouldered more of the load. And I know he's chipped up and he's fighting through that. I'm not saying he hasn't, but he needs to sustain it, right? And and do it through not just the contenders. We know he's up for Boston. We know he's up for Memphis, right? But it was just so nice to see him engaged and up for Charlotte, for Utah right? And that's got to maintain the rest of the way here. Even when we get back healthy, he, contract Draymond, right? He's got to just keep that up. And then the last thing I would say is use a little finesse with the refs, right? Like Draymond can be very charming. We know this, right? Charm the refs a little bit, man. It, it, it gets so demonstrative. All those T's this last week, it's just like, hey, man, I know you're capable of it, so do it, right? J. Ku, Jonathan Kaminga. Tighten up the handle. And you see the list, they say, well, dribble less? How does that work? Tighten up your handle by dribbling less? Well, I'll explain. Dribble less and stride more. When I watch Kaminga, his handle and feet are not connected. Like in order to have a good handle, it's really your feet. It's being connected. And the better you are connected with the handle and your feet, really the less actual dribbles you need right? Especially at a six foot eight athlete like him, if he were to stride more, if you watch, Kaminga's very choppy in his steps, right? He's very choppy, so explosive and athletic, it doesn't really matter. But if he learned to stride more and time his dribble with his strides, he could cut his dribbles in half. And I think that that would in turn really tighten up the dribble, particularly downhill. Fix the spin gather. If you notice a lot of the time when when Jonathan does mishandle the ball, it's not the spin move finish, but like when he, he half spins, right? Or he, he turns his back to the defender and he starts to spin. And what he does is he tries to dribble in the spin, in the half turn. And what I prefer to do, and I think what's more efficient is, is you cup that ball, you dribble after. You either dribble before the spin or after the spin. And you kind of cradle the ball without carrying it Within the spin, and he tries to dribble as he's spinning. If that makes sense, so if he could eliminate that or, or fix that that part of that dribble move, and just get his feet connected, it's not about moves with him. When you're that at, that athletic and big, it's about just connecting the stride with the with the dribble. Um, and then last but not least for him, embrace being a playmaker, and he has. That's what, I just want to see him continue to do that. He's he's really shocked me in his <clears throat> playmaking ability, not defensively. We knew that that was there, but now offensively, he's, he's, he's more than a willing passer. It seems like he's starting to enjoy that. I'm telling you, the triple-double is coming. I don't know if he'll have the usage and volume to do so, but he's going to be a triple-double threat when he, when he hits his prime, and that's exciting. Jordan Poole, since he has a tendency to do the most, I'll keep it really simple. Get to the foul line. We've heard Andre talk about it from day one, and to his credit, he's been doing it. I challenge him to like six, seven times per game, right? If if he was the lead dog like he's been this last 10 days, I'd say even more, right? But when, when we're back to full strength, six or seven, that's gonna be the key to his efficiency. I've talked enough about his pace and slowing down, and he's starting to figure that out. And Jordan is, unlike Steph, I think he's more willing to just draw the cheap ones, Right? Like Steph, there, there's like, he almost has too much integrity when it comes to like drawing cheap fouls. I don't, I, I, I'm not dissing Poole, but I'm just saying he he's more willing to get into his Harden and Lowry bag. And as annoying as it is as an opponent and to watch at times, it's a much needed element with this roster, with so many jump shooters, right? Clay, stop trying to create your own shot. It's not you and it never has been. I, I, I hate to be mean, but I'm. It is just is what it is, right? And so, I think a part of it, you know, it's like a, everything is a symptom of something else or an unintended consequence. And I think part of Clay trying to create his own shot so much post injury is really the symptom of him not really wanting to move off the ball as much as he did. And we get it. He's older. He's physically compromised, right? But it, it so now he when he gets the ball, it's at a standstill. And he's like, all right, let me create something. And so I think how he could alleviate that and still get the same amount of shots and probably even higher quality shots for him is to start moving without the ball more. It, 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 I understand it may not be prime clay doing it all the time, but do it a little more. If you, if you watch clay, he kind of just stands there on offense. So uh, and then talk on defense talk on defense, the switching, he's one of the biggest culprits and we we've we've talked about it, right? Space Cadet Clay, and the key is is if you're talking, you're engaged, right? If you're talking, you're engaged, talk often and talk early, and I think that would really help some of his switching and 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 space cadet defense. Moses Moody. Figure out who you are in the NBA. You're not a plus athlete. I've said this so many times, right? And how do you figure out how to defend and hold your own and, and, and be a contributing player? I've said it before, length and strength, distance management on defense, right? Gap the ball and stay down. You're not winning any jumping competitions. He, he, he's so usually, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Kaminga or even wise, and some of these guys, you get why they get caught in the air, right? Because they're they've been rewarded for it. Like these bouncy guys, it's hard for them to stay down. Moody, why is it so hard for you to stay down, fam? You're not out jumping anybody. So I just, I, I get you're trying to do all the right things, but because you're at an athletic deficit playing the wing position in the NBA now, you have to know your personnel. KYP. I get. You haven't played a lot of these guys very much, right? You're still a young player, but you got to do the tape work. You're going to have to do a little more behind the scenes to, to get where you want to go. And and a big part of that defensively making up for that lack of lateral quickness and verticality is, is knowing the opponent. If you know their tendencies and their go-to moves, you can be a step ahead, right? So that's my advice for Moses. I'm rooting for him. I just I don't know where he fits in on this roster. We've been talking about it. Um, Wiggins, it's pretty simple. Just flip the switch defensively, you know? He, he'll he have his moments, right, <clears throat> like the, in a, in a late-game situation, ISO situation, much like Draymond defensively, right? But now is the time to flip the switch. I know he's. it'll probably take him a week to get his rhythm offensively here, <clears throat> but he's got to lock in, just like Draymond. There's no time to waste at this point. We're almost halfway through the season. He needs to get back to the two-way wigs we fell in love with a season ago. <clears throat> still recovering a little bit from uh from being under the weather over the holidays excuse the voice Kavon Looney just be you baby just be you right like Loon I just I don't know man I, I I guess it's just a soft spot for how he's won me over and just all that all that he means to this team right he is super important um but that's not to say that he doesn't have faults I just think that we all under I think Looney has exceeded everyone's expectations while we all understand his limitations, right? And so that's why maybe I don't have much to say about him. But I mean, as far as what he does, he does what he does. I would say don't be afraid to pull that little mid-range elbow David West jumper when he's looking for those handoffs. Just keep the defense honest. He's more than capable. I'm not saying take four a game, but once, twice a game, I'm not mad at it. And I think that it would also, again, keep the defense more honest. Dante DiVincenzo. He's a baller, man. He's a hooper, right? He is the Andre replacement, right? He is. Um, Find balance. And what I mean by that is, it's ironically, I think Andre struggled with this at times too, is I think that he sometimes, it's like, am I distributing? He gets into distributing mode. I'm playing point guard, Jordan's off ball, let me distribute. That's fine, right? But then when it comes time to look for his own offense, he's a little passive. Now, we haven't seen that the last couple games because we've been so depleted, he's understood. Like, hey, I, I've got to shoot more. He's shooting the three really well, right? But downhill, he's a little pass happy. Uh, sometimes I think he should look look for his own a little more, right? Especially at the rim. But just striking that balance, and it's not an easy thing to do. To go from looking for yours to distributing, and a lot of guys kind of lean one way or the other, um, and then. It's all right to make some business decisions. And I understand this is much more difficult to turn off. This is easier said than done because he's wired this way. I I opened up the video talking about dogs. We got dogs, right? But understand that we need you for the long haul here. And so it's all right every now and then to make a business decision. You don't have to go diving into the crowd for a loose ball or or, or just, you know, he, 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 he doesn't really have regard for his body. And it's admirable. But, again, pick and choose at times. I'll bring Andre up again because he's very good at that, right, despite him not lacing up in I don't know how long. All right, last one here. I'm wrapping up with all three of these guys. Work on your body. They, The two-way guys, it goes without saying, they've exceeded expectations. They've been amazing. And at some point here, we're going to have to talk about how they play more than 50 games. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a solution to that. Who are you choosing? it's it's a tough one, right? And then we saw Patrick Baldwin Jr. have a little coming out party against Utah. Certainly looks like he can contribute in certain matchups, right? But I'll be more specific with you here as far as working on your body with these three guys, since y'all are listening. You know what I mean? Anthony Lamb, I think could, is it Anthony? Andrew? Anthony? Lamb? Lamb Chop? Um, No, I'm playing. I know his name. Uh, he's, He's earned that, right? He needs to lose probably 15 pounds where I think that that would help him laterally and and just to be a little quicker. And I don't think it would cost him any strength because you look at his belt. He's a wide dude, right? He's a barrel chested, big dude. And I don't think the strength's going anywhere. I think he could, he could lose a few pounds and it would help with his quickness. Right now, Ty Jerome, I don't think he's ever going to be quick enough to compete with the quick guys. Right. So what I would say for him is get stronger, work on your core strength, being able to absorb contact and just be stronger overall. Not that he's super weak, but he could be stronger. Right. We know he has physical limitations. And then Baldwin Jr., it's more of a durability standpoint. Right. Get strong and position in athletic positions. I'd have him doing a lot of like um, holds right. Holds down and split stance squats and stuff like that to just be strong and low basketball positions and just for the overall durability of him playing more as we go along here. So those are my resolutions into 23 for this roster. Let me know what y'all think in the comments. Do you have some that I've left out or things that you'd like to see? I will. Uh, I'll be jumping on here live soon. I don't know if it'll be New Year's Eve or whenever here, but I'll be back with the videos again. I was. <clears throat> you could probably hear me clearing my throat. I've been under the weather, but you know I'm pushing through. I'm feeling better now. But as always, man, I appreciate y'all. Hit that like, share, and subscribe. I'm out, y'all.